Amen. From the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17. I want to begin reading at the fifth verse. The word of the Lord says this, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man, cursed be the man, that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Blessed is the man, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. And I believe the Lord would have me preach this morning to you on this subject, unstoppable fruit. Unstoppable fruit. Did you bow your heads with me and let us pray over the word of God this morning? Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word, especially in times like these. Lord, when, when we go through uncertain seasons of life, it is your word that keeps us and prepares us and watches over us. And I, I thank you that every day, every moment of this journey, your word has been with us. And I pray, God, we will continue to lean upon your holy word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the anointing of God come upon me as I preach and upon your people as we hear. Help us to receive your word into our lives that we may continue to grow and live thereby. In the precious and the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Thank you. When the Lord dealt with me nearly six years ago now about the name of our church becoming Tree of Life, it was a very direct word from the Lord and, and it was a very clear word. It, it, it came to me clearly and it came to me quickly. In fact, he gave me six messages from his word that I would preach in the lead up to, to becoming the Tree of Life Church. And the <clears throat> principal verse of scripture that he gave to me was from the book of Revelation chapter 22. And in that passage, the Lord simply said that the leaves of the Tree of Life were for the healing of the nations. That's when I began to realize that the Lord had called us to be a tree of life because we were witnessing and experiencing the healing of nations, the healing of people's lives, the mending of broken hearts. And, and as the Lord prepared us, it took about three and a half years for that vision and for that understanding to manifest itself. And so the Lord gave me six sermons, six messages, the first of which was entitled, It Starts 
with the seed. Then we, of course, went on to rooted and grounded in love. Following that, we talked about we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Following that, we talked about the branch of the Lord and then bearing much fruit. And then finally, the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. But it starts with a seed. So many things that God does in our lives are big and wonderful and glorious things, but, but they may not start out that way. They often start with a seed. But don't underestimate the power of a seed. The Bible says that, that our faith, if it is as the grain of a mustard seed, it has the power to move mountains. Because that seed, when it goes into the earth, it, it begins to undergo a series of, of experiences that, that causes it to, to the, the power within it to burst out and to not remain contained within the seed, but to move beyond the shell, the, the, the structure of the seed. And, and, and it becomes roots, and those roots go into the earth, and they wrap themselves around the earth and, and become unmovable as the as the root comes up out of the ground and, and moves up as a, as a mighty tree. And then, of course, the branches and the leaves and the fruit. And in this, we see a picture of the church, and we see a picture of the tree of life church. It starts with the seed. In Jesus' parable about the sower that went forth to sow, describing that he had sowed to various grounds and the seed fell upon upon shallow ground and upon thorny ground and upon the wayside and then of course upon good ground where it eventually took root and grew but he sowed the seed indiscriminately just to whosoever will this seed Jesus said concerning this parable was the word of God the seed that the church starts with that everything starts with, that creation started with, that seed is the word of God. In the beginning was the word. And that is the beginning of anything God does. In the beginning was the word. And if we'll let the word be the beginning of a thing, if we'll let the word be the foundation of a thing, if we'll let the power of God, his word and his spirit, the word will be made flesh and will behold his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and full of truth. That is true not only of the incarnation of God in Christ, but that is true of any effort or endeavor we do for God. If we will let the beginning of that effort be the word then that word will be made flesh and the effort, the endeavor, whatever it may be, will be made flesh and the glory of God will be beheld in it and it will be full of grace and it will be full of truth. We see that the tree of life church was founded upon the word of God, began by the word of God. We are not founded upon personality. We are not built upon gimmicks 
or games. We're not built upon some of the flash that, that, that the world will tell you is necessary. No, no. We're built upon the basic fundamental of the word of Almighty God. That is the rock upon which we are established. That is the seed that goes into the ground that has become the Tree of Life Church. And that is why these circumstances we have faced over the last several weeks, has not, they have not had any power over us. And they've not had any ability to destroy us or the church of God at large. Because the church is not built upon man, not built upon people, but the church is built upon the foundation of God's holy word. And his word is steadfast, solid. You can stand on it and you can be strengthened by it. I want to point out to you from Jeremiah chapter 17 that Jeremiah describes a man and he describes a cursed man and a blessed man. He says that a cursed man makes flesh his arm and that he trusts in man. If we've learned anything over the last few weeks, we have learned that we cannot place our trust in man. It is easy while things are going good to feel like, like we can handle anything, like we can control anything as humanity, as mankind, as, as governments go. But then when crisis strikes and something beyond the control of any man, it has been striking to me that in our whole world, in all the scientific community, in all of the medical field, nobody has known what to do about this virus. They've done their best in mitigation. They've done their best in research. And we're thankful for those things. But at the end of the day, it has been glaringly apparent that man has not had the solution. And this is something you must never forget. When things go back to normal, when things get back to usual, if they do, don't forget. Your confidence should not be in man. Your trust should not be in the arm of flesh but your confidence and your trust should always be in the Lord. Notice what he says about this cursed man. I don't want to be a cursed man. You don't want to be a cursed individual. But the curse comes with trusting in man and making flesh your arm, the thing you lean upon. Notice what Jeremiah the weeping prophet said about that cursed individual who trusts in the arm of man. He shall be like the heath. In the desert. We don't talk a lot about the heath in the desert, but the heath in the desert is a barren area. There's just no productivity there. It's a dead end road. It's a place where nothing can grow. It is completely without life, the heath in the desert. And he shall not see when good cometh. And they're, 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 People right now, they can't see the good in anything. They literally cannot see the silver lining because they have made flesh their arm and trusted in the arm of man and they do not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places. 
So many are inhabiting the parched places in the wilderness, searching in vain for some kind of joy, some kind of peace, some kind of happiness that, that, that cannot be found in the wilderness. These are the parched places. In a salt land, not inhabited. But then in verse 7, he, he, he shifts, he transitions to talking about the blessed man. The blessed man is different than the cursed man. The blessed man is he that trusteth in the Lord and in whose hope the Lord is. The Lord is the hope of the blessed man. Let's not forget, while we wait for medical advancement and while we wait for immunities to build up and while we wait for mitigation to factor into the equation, our hope is not in those things. Our hope is in the Lord. And our trust is in the God of our salvation. And we don't just trust his power. We trust both his power and his wisdom. We trust him in total. And so when the blessed man trusts in, places his trust somewhere, he doesn't place his trust in the arm of man. He places his trust in the Lord. Now watch what happens to this blessed man. He shall be as a tree. He shall be planted by the waters and spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh. When the heat comes, it doesn't affect this blessed man. Man, I'm going to tell you something. Over the last few weeks, it got hot. I don't mean naturally. Some days were rather cold. But, but it got hot, spiritually speaking. There were a few days where people were, were, were dealing with fear and anxiety, dealing with depression and discouragement. Some people were dealing with physical sickness and contention with the virus itself. And heat came, but the tree stood in the midst of the heat for the blessed man. And I'm going to tell the church and the saints of God, when the heat comes, don't think that heat is going to bring the tree down. Because the heat has no power over the church of the living God. This is his church. This is his people. Oh, glory. This is his bride. This is the one he bought. He paid for this church with his own precious blood. And God is going to keep his church even in the midst of the heat. Notice what he said. He said that her leaf shall be green and she shall not be careful in the year of drought. That's where we are right now. 2020 has turned out to so far be a year of drought in several respects. Didn't turn out the way you expected it. Didn't turn out the way I expected it. I had all kinds of plans. I had so many things on my calendar and one by one they're just falling off because this is a year of drought, but that doesn't affect the tree. Because the tree was planted with good seed. It was good seed that planted this tree. It was the word of God. And it was planted by the rivers of water. I feel the Holy Ghost already. Hallelujah. I give God praise for it. Notice what the scripture said. That the tree shall not cease from yielding fruit. It shall not cease from yielding fruit. I want to take you to a great day of feast in John chapter 7. Jesus was at this feast 
And the Bible said in the last day, verse number 37 of John chapter 7, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And I feel like today, we're in the last days, and I feel like I can hear the voice of Jesus crying out right now to our world, to all that will hear him crying out with a loud voice, if any man thirst, and there is a thirst of this world, a thirst of society that cannot be quenched by anything that society has placed their faith in heretofore. The only thing, glory to God, that can satisfy the soul of man is the love and the power of Almighty God. He said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said. Glory to God. You know what? Don't just believe on him. Believe on him as the scripture hath said. Don't just believe that he's good. Don't just believe that he's great. Don't just believe that he exists. Don't just believe that he was a great teacher. Believe on him as the scripture hath said. Hallelujah. And when you believe on him as the scripture hath said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. So Jesus is saying that if you will believe on me as the word of God declares me to be, that it will cause from within you a river of living water to pour out of you because of believing on me as the scripture has said. Now I say that because I want to take you to verse number 39, which says this, this spake he of the spirit. Notice that it's a capital S there because it's a differentiation between the human spirit and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a capital S. This spake he of the Spirit. What's he telling you? He's telling you that when we believe on him, not as tradition says, not as religion says, not as the world says, not as popular culture says, but when we believe on him as the scripture hath said, that that's the seed going into our hearts. And when it goes into our hearts, it produces a river of living water. And this he said is how the Spirit operates. When you understand that that river of living water is a reference to the moving of the Holy Spirit, then it makes all the sense in the world of what Jeremiah was referring to when he made his statement that the blessed man is like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. So we don't just plant the seed, which is the word of God. We're very deliberate in how we plant it and where we plant it. We plant it by the rivers of water, which is the free flow of the Holy Spirit of God. And I want Tree of Life Church to understand something. That when this seed goes into the ground, it doesn't just go into the ground, but there's a moving of the Spirit of the Lord that accompanies that 
seed that goes into the ground. And I'm telling you that that tree planted by the rivers of water is going to grow. It's going to grow. It's going to grow deep. And it's going to grow high. And it's going to grow wide. And it's going to grow strong. And its leaf will not wither. Even when the heat comes, the leaf will not wither. And even when the year of drought comes, the leaf will not wither. There will be no ceasing to the yielding of fruit. The fruit is going to come. It is unstoppable fruit. When you plant the seed by the rivers of water, when there's a combination, hallelujah, of the word of God that goes forth, accompanied by the moving of the Holy Ghost, there is an unstoppable fruit that comes from that. Oh, hallelujah. I give God praise for that because I see that in you, the Tree of Life Church. You have continued to, to serve God and obey God and worship God and love God. And you've taken this opportunity to find the good in it and to grow from it. You know God well enough to know that all things work together for the good to them who love God and are the called according to his purpose. You know God well enough that he's not going to put anything on you that he hasn't already taken on himself and given you power to run this race and given you power, hallelujah, to overcome the adversary in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, this is a tree, but it's not just any tree. We're not here for display. We're not, we don't have plastic leaves. This isn't a tree that fades and comes and goes. No, no, no. This is a tree that's planted deliberately by the rivers of water. And it's going to bring forth fruit. Glory to God. You know what Revelation 22 said? That this, that this tree of life yields fruit for 12 months. Every month. It yields fruit. I want to turn your attention to Revelation 22. It's important that we read this because this is the inspiration of God for us. Revelation 22 and verse 1. He showed me a pure river of water. There's the river of water again. That's the moving of the Spirit. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God in the midst of and of the Lamb in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river was there the tree of life. Glory to God. You see how big this tree has gotten by the time John sees this revelation? It started out planted by the rivers of water. It starts with a seed, but then it grows, and it's on either side of the river. The tree of life is growing on either side of the river, and it is bearing 12 manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. Oh, hallelujah. The tree of life yielded her fruit every single month. Not just April, not just May or June, but July and August and September and October and November and December. I mean, I mean, jingle bells, jingle bells, and the tree of life is still Bearing precious fruit. 
January, Frosty the snowman running around, but the tree of life is still bearing precious fruit. February, happy Valentine's Day, and the tree of life is still bearing fruit because the snow can't stop it, and the cold can't stop it, and the winter can't stop it, and drought can't stop it, and the heat can't stop it, and the devil can't stop it, and a virus can't stop it because the tree is planted by the rivers of water. Oh, somebody ought to give God praise. Somebody ought to give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it's his church. And he said upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's unstoppable. It's unstoppable. And you know what? This isn't just any kind of fruit. When we talk about fruit in the word of God, we're talking about one kind of fruit. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. You can't stop this fruit. It's the fruit of the Spirit because it starts with a seed. And then the river of the Spirit moves upon the seed. The roots go out looking for the water. And the, and the water feeds those roots. And so the fruit that comes from the tree is fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness and temperance you know the devil has tried to steal a lot from you over the last several weeks but he couldn't steal your love and he couldn't steal your joy and he couldn't even steal your peace he tried he tried, but he couldn't do it because, because the, the river's still flowing and the tree is still growing. Hallelujah. It's a tree of life and it does not cease yielding fruit, bearing 12 manner of fruit every single month. There's more fruit, more fruit, more fruit. Yeah, but don't you know what's going on in our world? There's still fruit. But don't you know, don't you know how, how bad things are looking in our society? I, I know, I know, I, I get what you're saying, but there's still joy and there's still peace and there's long suffering. God has given us the ability to suffer for a long period of time, hallelujah, and still come out on the other side rejoicing in his holy word. Oh, hallelujah. I cannot wait until we come out on the other side and rejoice together for the goodness and the glory of God. But until then, I'm going to shout now. Until then, I'm going to praise him now. Until then, I'm going to give God glory right now because I know my God well enough to know he's got a plan in all of this and he's doing something that's going to literally astound and confound the wisdom of this world hallelujah it is not cliche to say this is the church's finest hour it is not cliche to say that the church is going to see its greatest days that is a prophetic reality we're going to see our greatest days hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord notice what Psalm 1 says about this tree and about that river he said, blessed is the man. There's that blessed man again. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. This is why you need to put in perspective the words of the naysayers that are trying to tell you that there's no hope for you. 
We don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We don't stand in the way of sinners. And we don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Keep a good attitude in this period, in this time frame. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. That's your answer. That's where you keep your mind. Day and night meditate in the law of the Lord and delight in it. And notice, notice what the result is. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. There's that tree. There's that seed. There's that river. Notice what happens. This, is, this isn't Jeremiah. This is David. So why is Jeremiah and why are Jeremiah and David saying the same things? Because they're talking about the same tree. You've got Jeremiah, David, and John the Revelator all talking about the tree, all talking about the river next to the tree because it's the same tree, it's the same river, it's the same seed, it's the Word, it's the Holy Spirit, it's God, hallelujah, and it's your life he's going to bless. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. I rebuke fear of economic failure off of the church of Almighty God in Jesus' name. The Lord will bless his people because his word says he'll bless his people. And not because of economic indicators. Glory to God. Whatsoever you do shall prosper when you put your trust and your delight in the law of Almighty God. You're going to be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Listen, when I tell you that the tree of life is doing great and the tree of life is going strong, I'm not just talking about the institution that is tree of life. I'm not just talking about the legal entity that is the tree of life. I, and God has blessed us. We're all, we're all right. The tree of life church is doing better than ever, surging forward, and we're giving God the praise for that. But I'm talking about the branches and the leaves and the fruit. I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about you. And if you've been scattered, if you've been, the Bible says, if there's a branch that bears not fruit, he casts it away. Some people may feel detached from the tree. Some people may feel like you've broken off and you've gone astray. Come on back and be grafted into the, the vine. Be grafted into the tree of life and let the Lord heal you and restore you. Blessed be the name of the Lord and give you peace and give you hope and give you joy. Oh, God is good today. He is good to his people. We shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. There's going to be fruit to come from that. There's going to be fruit to come from that. I, I, I Just a couple of weeks ago, God has been so good through this period where there is great uncertainty in our world. And, and I woke up the other morning, and I, God had given me such peace and such joy, and he had given me such hope, and, 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 and a rhema word. It seemed like every time I need to teach or preach or even tweet, the Lord has, has given a rhema word for that moment. And he's not just done it for me, he's done it for all of our ministers and leaders and people. And, and, and there's just a rhema word that has, that has kept us and is leading us through this, through this path. But I woke up the other morning, and when I did, I, 
I had a, an unusual feeling. It was a, it was a real sense of anxiousness. And I, and I began to fret about how long this could last. And it was a period of this journey where it, where it really looked more bleak than ever. And I, and I began to be concerned because I thought, Lord, we're doing the best we can. We're trying to reach our people and the people of our city in the best way we know how. And we're trying to get into their homes through, the, through technology and whatnot. But I said, Lord, if this continues on, I worry for the people. I worry. I don't want people to, 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 to get discouraged and detached. And, and I, I began to really be worried for the people of Tree of Life. And the Lord spoke to me in that moment and said, this is my church. This is my church. And you do everything you can, and I'll give you direction, and I'll anoint you. But at the end of the day, this isn't your church. This is my church, and these are my people, and I will walk with them and be with them and lead them. And I lifted my hands to the Lord, and I gave him praise because I know, ladies and gentlemen, he's got us in the palm of his hand. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. This tree was not built upon man's wisdom. It's built upon the foundation of the word of Almighty God and it's planted by the rivers of water. Paul told the church at Corinth, he said, I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. I came to you with the demonstration of the spirit and of power. He said, I knew nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that's what the Tree of Life Church is built on. Jesus Christ and him crucified. And the demonstration of the spirit of God God and of power. We're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. God's kingdom is all right. In fact, it's better than ever. You get ready, get ready, get ready. And I'm going to speak to you now in the word of the Lord. Get ready because the kingdoms of this earth are going to shake and shake. This isn't the end of the shaking of our world. There's going to be more, and it's not just going to be a virus. There's going to be more shaking and more economic challenges, and, and governments are going to crumble, and, and nations are going to buckle. But it's not the end. It's the beginning, because the Lord is going to establish His kingdom, and the kingdom of heaven is already in you. Hallelujah. But when he shall appear, we shall know him. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You get ready because he's about to appear. And that's not the end. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. And this tree, this tree, when you see it in its fullness, in Revelation 22, it's on either side of the river. It is growing and there's fruit abounding. Are you part of the tree? Are you baptized into the body? Are you where you need to be in God? Are you ready to meet the Lord in the air and forever be with the Lord? 
I want you to know today is the day of salvation. Now is the time to repent. Now is the time to be baptized in Jesus' name. Now is the time to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because when the world is on fire, his church is only going to be refined by that fire and made better and made stronger. And the tree is going to stand in the year of drought and the fruit will never cease in its yielding. I feel the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. God's going to make a way. He's going to make a way out of no way in all of this trouble and all of this trial and all of these unfortunate, unusual circumstances. You hold on to trusting in the Lord. Now, there are going to be people around you who trust in man, people around you who put their hope in the flesh of man. But that, but that person is cursed. It's the blessed man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. You're going to be like a tree. Glory to God. This is his church. You're his people. Let the Lord bless you today in Jesus' name. Come on and lift your hands with me right now. Lift your hands with me right now and receive the word of God in Jesus' name. Lord, I need you to, to touch my heart. I need you to minister to me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Minister to my family right now, oh God. Minister in the name of the Lord to your people. Hallelujah. Let your word have free course in my life. God, I don't want to live under a curse. I want to live in blessing. I want to live in the blessing of the Lord, hallelujah, where he make his, makes rich and adds no sorrow. I want to live in the blessing of the Lord in Jesus' name. Lord, be with your people right now. Comfort families, oh God. Lord, those that are astray, bring them back to the tree of life. Bring them back to a place, oh God, where they can find salvation and deliverance and healing. And strengthen the name of the Lord. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God, to draw closer to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, I give you praise today. Lord, I give you praise today. Because when all looked dark, and when all looked hopeless, and when all looked fearful, and all looked like it was over, Lord, you caused, you caused a way in the wilderness. You made a way of escape for your people. We're a blessed people. And we're blessed because of you, O oh God. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Just lift up your hands unto the Lord right now in your home. Lift up your hands right now in the presence of the Lord in your home. And let the Spirit of God minister to you in Jesus' name.
Oh 